guys, welcome to Horror Hideout, our little hideaway from the real world, taking a dive into the spooky side. This podcast is going to be all things horror-related, movies, paranormal, a little true crime, pretty much all things that relate to the horror genre. So if spooky is your jam, then let's be friends. Welcome to Horror Hideout, I'm Peyton. And I'm Kenzie. This feels really weird. Why? Because we're like backwards. I'm Kenzie, you're Peyton. It's not, I'm Peyton, you're Kenzie. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Mm, indeed. It's like it's like instead of cookies and cream, it's, it's cream and cookies. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's no, I don't just like that. Not right. Yeah, wow. I don't like that. Should we redo that? N- yeah. Okay. Go okay. ahead. Welcome to her hideout. I'm Kenzie. I'm Peyton. And today we are gonna do just a fun little game type thing. So I follow Possessed by Horror on YouTube. If you haven't seen her, go check her out. She's awesome. She does a lot of like ranking tier videos where it's like, you know, the saw trap ranked, which we're going to do. So we thought it'd be fun to do horror icon rankings, whether we could survive them or not survive them. And she goes more in depth, like she does like five different categories. But with it being a podcast, it's a little harder visually. So we're going to do whether we can survive them or murder me now. So we're going to jump right into it, you know? Do you have anything to say? Do you like? Nope, I do not. And I have not seen the list. I'm reading it from 31 down. So let's start with Sam from Trick or Treat. Um, No, we're starting from number one, dear. All right, let's start from one. (laughs) Gosh. Okay, so number one is Pennywise. (laughs) (laughs) He said, let's start deer. And I said, okay, elk. Oh my gosh. Okay, so number one is Pennywise. What do you think? You know... I would probably not survive because he's tormentive, right? I mean, he is that a word? Tormentive? Mm, sure. Sure. Anyway, he's tormenting. That's what I'm looking for. He's tormenting. He just wants to wreak havoc on you and he just wants to make your life a living hell. Be off, Reeker. And honestly, <laughs> I do not think I would survive him. Kill me now. Okay. I am on the same page as you because Pennywise, it's not like a human. He's a supernatural entity. He can be anywhere. For sure. He can manifest himself as anything. He could be like your best friend and then he could just like stab you in the heart. You know, the question I have is, does Pennywise, you know, like when uh, he brings Georgie back and he does like a rendition of him or like a little like, you know. Where he's like mimicking him. Yeah. Yeah. Is it at the expense of the suffering of Georgie or is Georgie just dead and he's dead? I hope Georgie's dead yeah, and he's exactly. not suffering. That's so sad. Yeah, right? I and mean, he's so cute. But that's the thing. If it's Kill Me Now, you don't want to die to Pennywise. You just, you know, it, you're you're like, it's like hell. But if you're Kenzie and Pennywise is your homeboy, <laughs> out of anybody on this list, like, kill me now, Pennywise. Kill me now. Be off, Reeker. I'd be honored. Honored. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the next one, we have Charles Lee Ray. Chucky. I would say I could survive Chucky because all the time me and Peyton talk about Chucky. I'm like, how are they not throwing this tiny little doll off of them? They're acting like he's like 500 pounds pushing on them. But then the child's play or the Chucky TV series came out and they talked about how like the voodoo caused him to be strong and everything. So I'm like, okay, that makes more sense that he's more strong than this little puny doll. But honestly, I think I could survive Chucky. You're talking about double the strength based on his size, though, with voodoo, right? So the way that I see it is that if he is capable of being stronger than his doll form, 
is he stronger than the average human size? And I'm six foot two. I'm like 260 pounds. I'm a big dude. And I might not be in shape, but I got some ripped legs because I'm a jogger. So I'd kick the shiz out of Chucky. Kick and him he would not stand a point or stand a chance. So I would survive. And no, do not kill me now. Yeah, you bring up that chef's knife. Bring it, bitch. Well, the thing about Chucky, too, is that he it's not like Pennywise where he's a supernatural entity. Like, yeah, it has the voodoo aspect to it, but he is still, like, human-like in a way. He has the element of surprise well, to it's his not like he advantage. Can, he can't just show up anywhere. It's mm-hmm. not like Freddy Krueger or Pennywise where he can just pop up. You could go across country and he's there. It's like he would have to travel across. So it's like you could travel across the world and live on the other side of the world and he's not going to chase you down unless he really is dedicated. So I would say we could survive him. Yeah, you'd have to be like blindsided or like clotheslined or something like that to be killed by Chucky. So he's a pansy, not scared of him. (laughs) Let's move on. Love Chucky. Okay, Michael Myers. Whoa. Whoa. First off, insert Michael Myers Halloween theme song. Absolutely not. Wait, wait, what's the theme song? Okay, I'm like, are you really asking me to do this right now on the podcast? Yeah. The thing about Michael Myers, if you watch the classic Halloween movies, you could run a marathon and that dude is somehow behind you every step of the way, but it's like he's walking the whole time. So Yeah, he casually strolls by like, oh, I'm going to come get you. Right? And also on top of that, if you watch Halloween, is it Kills? Halloween Kills. The latest one? Yeah, the latest yeah. one. He is a superhuman. He is Superman. The dude's got like 30 people around him trying to murder him, and he just like slaughters all of them like it's nothing. So Throws them across the room like they're like a little piece of fabric. Right? So here's where I stand. If you're hunting Michael Myers, no, I would not probably survive. If I'm, if I'm trying to hide from him, most likely because... He's kind of like a seasonal murderer, right? Halloween. He only comes out on Halloween. I know. So, you know, I just have to like... Halloween, go on a really long plane flight that takes like 24 hours. It's called a panic room. And Jamie Lee Curtis did it in the movie before Halloween Kills. She went on a plane? No. (laughs) Oh my gosh. What's a panic room? A panic room? What the fuck did you just say? If you're listening to this, everyone, be upset. She's in the panic room. Oh, a panic room. I thought you said a panogram. I'm like, what the hell is a panogram? Panic. Panic room. Okay, yeah. That what's a, makes okay, sense. Well, okay, panic, I, that makes sense. What's a panic room? You tell me. A panic me. room is a room that you panic in. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's a room that you go in and it locks and it. There we yeah. go. Okay. Yeah, was yeah so when there's like an intruder yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought you said panogram. But like, even if you took a very long flight out of the country that took 24 hours, by then... He's done. Like, can I can I ask you what do you think Michael Myers does on the off season? He kills on Halloween, but like, what does he do the rest of the three hundred and sixty four days? Google Michael Myers smiling. <laughs> oh my gosh, he just walks around like take that peachy. mask, take that mask with the smile. Insert some beach shorts. That's mm-hmm. exactly what happens. He's okay. on the beach with the Michael flower Myers Hawaiian on shorts. Vacation. Maybe a flower Hawaiian shirt matching. You know what? I'm going to take this further. He's wearing a red Hawaiian shirt with yellow flowers with a purple swimsuit. With a coconut drink in hand. Oh, yes. A coconut bra, too. Over the Hawaiian shirt, with of course. You know, it's PG-13. an umbrella straw. Has to have the umbrella. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So, yep. Not kill me now. And No, we'll- yeah. We could survive, Michael. 
Moving on to the next one. Jason Voorhees. What do you think? I think I could survive Jason because I feel like Jason kind of stays around Camp Crystal Lake. I mean, he took Manhattan, but like rarely does Jason leave Camp Crystal Lake. If you're within a perimeter, Just you don't are go camping. It, oh, yeah. Which we're screwed because we're Jason's outdoorsies. intense like camping, right? But I think I'd probably survive because I don't know. It, it it's almost like you have to be aware of his presence, right? I mean, not everybody in the movies knows that he's there, but I don't know. I'm a little weird about Friday the Thirteenth because half of the movies it's his mom, and you hardly see him for him. And this person that we have grown to love is a weird evolution because he came into like the third or the fourth movie before he actually became iconic. So like, eh, I don't this know. is Voorhees is more scary than Jason. I'm sorry, I'm gonna say it. She's freaky. Oh, the I, way she's just like all happy and like this perky little old lady and then all of a sudden she's like this psycho killer to our viewers wait for number six because i'm going to come back i'm going to piggyback off that answer (laughs) yeah i think we could survive jason because he kind of stays around the same area just stay out of just don't go camping camping's off limits so we would probably survive right yep all right and would you kill me now no yes no i said we would survive okay all right, moving on to the next one, Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger, kill me. No, that's easy. Kill me now. Yes. You can I like my sleep. I there's no way I could just stay awake. You that can't stay awake for tired. the rest of your life. I agree. Yeah, it makes you t- like when we were watching it the other day, I was really invested, but I was really tired. Man, I'm you, like, "Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm going to go to sleep." You can run, but you can't hide, biatch. Yeah. So, Freddy Krueger hands down kill me now. That's a Rick and Morty reference, if anybody is aware. Rick and Morty. Rick, Rick and Morty. Morty. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. <laughs> Morty and Rick. All right, moving on to the next one. Annie, Annie Wilkes. Wilkes. I'm going to piggyback off of this one and go back to Jason Voorhees' mother. Wait, if you don't know who Annie Wilkes is, Misery. If you've seen Misery, then you know who Annie is. She is the main at antagonist, not pro, Anne. Antagonist. You think, what What would you say? First off, I'm not saying I'm against Christians because I am a Christian, but hashtag. Not my Christian. Not my Christians. I hate Christians sometimes. They're just so Christian-y. Is she Christian? She is. She's like, oh, well, you know. Wait, oh, but like in the actual us. movie, it's cr- oh. she's Christian? Well, I mean, she just comes across as so like. She's just a goody two-shoes. Like, no, little, yeah. The that, way she talks, she's like. I like that's, those. Yeah, no, that's a Christian know. for you. They're like, oh, well, you know. I'll We're start Christians. Par- we don't talk Part like of my that. French. I just, oh, 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 part of my French. You know, like, oh, well, I, I gave you the look. Better go pray about it now. No, the hell with that. Don't deal with that. Hate it. Not, not a sucker for it by any means. And uh, not going to get deeper into that. I'm just saying, you know what? I, okay. I'm in a car accident. I wake up. I'm restrained to a bed. Believe me, I would murder Annie Wilkes. Yeah, there has to be a way that you can get out of that situation. Unless no I woke up with the sledgehammer to my his, feet. What's his name? Paul Walker? Sheldon? Paul Sheldon. Yeah, Paul Walker. Oh my gosh. You, like, I mean, maybe it's different when you're in that situation, but watching it, I'm like, oh, I totally, to- like, I don't know what I would do, but I would totally get out of that situation. <laughs> She's this innocent little, I mean, she's not innocent, but she's like. She's Annie Wilkes. She's not like 
Freddy Krueger. She's not like Michael Myers. I'm just going to give a little shout out, though, to Annie Wilkes for Castle Rock Season 2. Oh, my gosh. Can we rewatch that? Yes. Holy Outstanding. Hell. It's almost like Castle Rocks is a Hulu series that kind of goes off on, you know, Stephen King lore. Um, it's almost like a separate universe, but it's the same universe. You can kind of take it the way that you want to. And it goes into Annie Wilkes's uh, prequel story. Kind of has a little bit of the Wendigo kind of, um, I don't know. It's, it's hard. It's like, it's so not uh, misery, but it is at the same time. The car- the actress that plays Annie Wilkes, holy crap. She She's, did so amazing. Yes. Li- you would think she was Annie Wilkes, She's Kathy Bates, way more eerie. As a child, like as a not a child, but like a young adult, right? For a TV series, Holy. they got it got canceled, right? Yeah, yeah. After TV, the second season, mm-hmm. for a TV series that got canceled, Annie Wilkes is Ugh. way more freaky in Castle Rock. And the second than season Stephen was King's. the best. Like how I could see if they canceled it after, like the first season wasn't my favorite, which is surprising because Bill Skarsgård is the main actor in that. But the second season, it was amazing. It I'm was. Like, it was better. How did it get canceled? They could have taken Castle Rock and taken all of these horror icons and made them into side stories, kind of their backstory. I mean, there's some of them you couldn't, mm-hmm. but like Jason Voorhees, you know, do his childhood story of him being bullied. Like so many things they could have done with it and they just didn't. Totes. But I would totally survive on that. And moving on to the next one. Um, Excuse me. Ah, what? You didn't ask me if I would survive. Would you survive? Yes. <laughs> All because right. I just feel like, I don't know, it's it's that like fight or flight situation where it's like, I just, I feel like I would figure something out. I mean, I'm not the most logical person, but like. You're not. I think, um, thanks. Um. Douchebag. I'm just kidding. I feel like I could figure something out. Okay. Moving on to. Metal leather, face. Leather face. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Do you think you could survive leather face? That's weird. I read the second word of that differently. Okay. I'm going to start with this one. I could survive Leatherface because he kind of stays. It's it's like the same thing with Jason Voorhees. He stays around his same area. He doesn't leave. You don't really see Leatherface out in like Utah where we live killing people. He stays around. Even in the, the new Texas Chainsaw, you know, they come to him. He murders people that come onto his territory so I definitely think he, we could survive because I'd just stay away from his territory. Fat dude with a chainsaw versus shape person without a chainsaw. It's called run, people. Fight or flight, you flight on the person with a chainsaw. Now, theoretically, you are within the boundary of your perimeter. So if you're in a small house, chances of survival are a little bit more limited than a open field of corn or something equivalent a street whatever it is i agree with you i'd probably survive yep okay what about ghost face i would definitely survive this you know hold on hold on let me let me just moment of silence for drew barrymore you know what makes me mad about that drew barrymore they totally use that to their advantage they're like oh big superstar we're gonna put her on this I was so excited to watch that because I'm like, I love Drew. Exactly. Charlie gained we another angel that blended. day. I freaking love Drew. Mm-hmm. And the fact they murder. Well, spoiler. I'm just kidding. This movie came out forever ago. Um, the She's fact the first. They death. murdered her so fast. I'm like, are you like, why even use her as like a tactic to get people to watch the movie? That makes me sad. 
I the hard thing about Ghostface though is you don't know. I haven't seen. I've only seen number one. I haven't seen two, three, four. So I don't know who like the newer Ghostface people are. But I'm assuming it's kind of the same concept that you don't know who they are. Ghostface was their friend, the girl's boyfriend, you know, and friend. So it's like you don't know. So it's like, could you survive like not knowing that your friend is going to like stab you to death? So the thing about Ghostface and Scream, the whole franchise, at least the first one, let's let's talk about the specific first one. They are horror movie fanatics right they want to do everything within the boundary well okay so there's a character that's talking about the boundaries of horror movies and how everything's stereotypical and you know the way that i see it is that the people who are trying to conduct the murders because there's more than one they are honestly like stereotypical they're predictable so much to where one side character who is expendable is calling it out the entire time. So if you consider all those elements into it, just do not fall for the stereotypical scary movie scene and you will survive Ghostface. Otherwise, the thing about it is that, it, I mean, that's the thing is like if if you're not aware of your murder, they could be secretive. They're so sneaky. And they're just not doing that. So I'm going to go on Ghostface on the spectrum of they want to be like your Cabin in the Woods horror movie and they're predictable. I would survive. I would probably say I wouldn't survive because I'm very trusting of people. So I'd probably be screwed over that way. But you know what? At least I went out on a good note. I trust my friend. For sure. Norman Bates. Oh, I don't care if it's, you know, Psycho or if we're talking about what's the series that we oh watched, Bates my Motel. Gosh. Bates Motel is so good. It is good. It's really, really good. The Big... actor was like the yes. best. Yeah. The freaking good doctor. Absolutely huge, stellar fan of him. But let me tell you this every single Psycho movie I've seen or TV series, I knew that dude was weird. Not because I knew he Stay was away already. From weird people. Norman Bates. <laughs> As a freaky mother trucker, and I'm aware of people like that at all times in my life. Absolutely not. I'm not a cuck. I'm sorry. Delete that out. <clears throat> I'm not an idiot. <laughs> not taking out, but no. I totally agree. I feel like it's just, it's weird people like that that you kind of, like, I feel like you would get that sense of, okay, something's off about this person. Let's stay away. Mm-hmm. Me and you have a very good read on people. Yeah. So I think we'd survive. We're alert. I mean, yeah. we're always we're always talking about like the thing Kenzie and I are always aware of like the news, local news and how kids are like kidnapped. We're, oh, that's like our number one fear is like our kids getting kidnapped, reading into people, uh, sex trafficking, the p- types of victims and how they fall into personalities, the people who victimize them, etc. Anyway, that's a whole different story. Let's move on to Samurai Jack. Samurai Dr- Samara. Oh, who's that? Samara Weaving. I'm just kidding. Samara from The Ring, who crawls out of the TV. Hmm. Black hair, white dress, black With the hair. tights underneath. With I got the breath of a last cigarette <laughs> on my teeth. And, and she's an actress. Actress. <laughs> <laughs> but she ain't got no teeth. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, um, kill me now because <laughs> that is my fear. Samara and The Grudge. The dark hair, the white dress, kill me now. No. Like, hell no. If someone had popped up in the corner of my room, I'd be like, take me. Just kill me now. I'm not going to try to outrun you. So scared. That scares me. You're the problem with every single person on the ring. They're like, oh no, kill me now. Let me tell you something. Tell your boyfriend 
that I'm a vegetarian oh and I ain't gosh, freaking scared up. of him. Shut no, up. seriously, nobody actually tries to fight Samurai Jack. Samara. <laughs> Samara Jack. <laughs> and I'm not scared of the black hair with the tights underneath. Okay, but she can pop up out of your freaking phone. Like, okay, <laughs> times, times. They should make a ring remake. Where she could come out of your cell phone because people are so balls deep in their phone. Imagine her like you're on your phone just like TikTok scrolling and then she just like crawls out and eats you. Anyway, she doesn't eat people. (laughs) It's almost like she gets to a certain point where she's not actually touching you and she kind of like possesses you. Your eyes roll to the back of your head and then your mouth drops. She's jaw dropping, right? She must be that attractive. All I'm saying. Hottie. Haughty. She is the most, it's the most stupid death though. I, I kicked the shit the out ring. of her. That's all I'm saying. I love the ring, but it is the most ridiculous stupid deaths where they're like, it's cheesy. They're like mouths wide open. They're like, huh? This is one of the few scenes on Scary Movie 3. I think it's Scary Movie 3 that I actually that appreciate. Samara. Yes, because the black girl, what's her name? <laughs> Brenda. Brenda <laughs> gets into like an actual like. They get into like the street fighter stance where they're like bouncing back and forth, their fists are raised, and they're like trying to like fight each other. That's exactly how I feel about the ring. No fight in any movie. Bring it on. You watch you watch scary movie three. The ring is forever ruined for you. You will never watch it the same. Um, you say you'd survive, I'd say no. We got Jack Torrance from The Shining. The Shining. The dad from The Shining. Yeah, why not? I think you could survive him because he kinda it's the same thing. He's in one location. He's at the hotel. Yeah, I've been isolated before. I know how people can get crazy, but that's a mansion. And I'm very well entertained by the most- the hell out of there. By the most minimal things ever. So I would be aware of personality changes of the people that I'm around. I wouldn't just be like so bored to death that I'm like oblivious to it. So I think I'd be ahead of the game with him. And he's probably the easiest person on this list so far to survive. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Hands down, survive. What about Art the Clown? Wait, hold on. Let's go back to Jack Torrance real quick. Okay. Who's Johnny? And why is he here? Johnny. I don't... Who is Johnny? I don't know if I remember why he didn't... Google. (gasps) Google. IMDb. Art the Clown? Um, Okay, I'm going to say... Oh, that's hard. I feel like you could survive Art the Clown because he is... It's the same thing. He's kind of in like a lo- one location. He does have that supernatural, suppo- like I'm assuming supernatural. He seems kind of superhuman for sure. Yeah, but like he kind of like it's like people come to him. It's not like him going out and trying to get people. It's like he's at this restaurant. There's girls there. He draws them in, hunts them down. I feel well, like if, as long as you're not his- in the wrong place at the wrong time. His victims are all female, right? I mean, we haven't seen any... Well, there's only been what? How many? There's has there been only one movie? The, well, the next yeah. One's a second. There's the guy who's like you know pet pest controlling the place, and then there's a person who's trying to save him. I think if I recall. But first off, let's backtrack a bit. To me, Art the Clown, the Terrifier, aka, is more of a pantomime than a clown. That's how I see him, and that makes it way more freaky to me. I don't care what you say. Mimes are way more scary, but you know. It's tough. He seems like oblivious to like pain. He doesn't react very well. I mean, he reacts, but he reacts and recovers very quickly. I don't, I mean, if I'm within the perimeter of him, you know, and and not to take away from Leatherface and people like that, I don't know if I'd survive him. He's very clever with what he does. And he scares me probably the most out of everybody on this list so far. 
No, he's really creepy. Like, clowns creep me out. That's like, Pennywise is my homeboy. I love clowns, but they scare the crap out of me. But art, it's it's kind of like, as long as you're not in the wrong place at the wrong time, you're fine. But if you happen to, like, step into his territory, then you're screwed. Yep. Um, Taking a little pause... The reason why he says, here's Johnny, we're talking about um, Jack Torrance, is because it's an ad lib of, it says, an imitation of announcer Ed McMahon's famous introduction of Johnny Carson on uh, the late night television program, The Tonight Show, starring Johnny Carson. So it's like, here's Johnny. Um, Anyway, yeah, I think we could survive Art the Clown as long as you don't come into his realm if you're i mean you're good if if, i mean if you do but like the girls were stupid on that movie why go into this abandoned building like did they have to go pee or something i don't remember something stupid they're like i gotta go pee look at it like this michael myers hunting you jason Voorhees hunting you freddy krueger hunting you uh leatherface hunting you ghostface hunting you art the mime the pantomime the clown the terrifier he is playing a game with you he's having fun he wants you to have the advantage of hiding from him, and that's what makes it an advantage to him. That's how I see it. Oh, definitely. Anyway, the entire we're gonna butcher armchair. this our Armitage, Armitage family from Get Out. The family on Get Out. All right, we're talking about the entire armchair family from Armitage, Get Out. Armitage, Armitage, Armitage. Uh, let's just face from it. Get Out. It's from Get Out. The yeah. family from Get Out. Not going to be racist, but if you're white, you're going to survive because all the African American people are subject to some kind of hypnotism torture. And let me tell you this: I'm a firm believer that hypnotism is within the boundary of your mind, and you are stronger than you allow. Anybody who does that hypnotism, is deep. No, seriously, anybody who tells you about hypnotism will tell you that you are in complete control at all times. So, and I I agree with that. I do not think that I am capable of being in a trance position that I am not in control of. So nobody can come over to me, put me in a position and be like, hey, sit down, sit down. Like your mom. Your mom can't be like, sit down, Peyton. Let's talk about this. All right. Now think about this. I'm going to snap my fingers and you're going to be a slave for the rest of your life. I'd be like, uh, first off, I'm not sitting down on the chair because I'm not doing that because I have too much pride for that. You know, you know me. So I'm not going to fall victim to simple commands, A, and B, I am not going to be hypnotized because I just simply am too strong for that. So sounds cheesy. I am the almighty. Side note, do you like, you know, when you have like those hypnotists, like the hypno hick that comes to our town. Bullshiz. You, you don't believe it? Absolutely not. No. I feel like people, I've, I've wanted to go up there just to see. I want to be like, I want to see if this is true. I probably, I feel like a lot of people get up though and they just act like they're hypnotized just to like have an excuse to act that way. But I would say as long as you're not in that realm of being in their house, I think you could survive. I see hypnotism and meditation as a similar connection, right? You are in a calm state you are one with yourself i think meditation is more realistic than hypnotism so i do not believe that you can become 
out of your body without being hypnotized, if that makes sense. I feel like you'd have somewhat control unless... You have complete control. Yeah, unless you're in like some kind of maybe mental state where you're not fully... I don't know. Maybe he had some issues in his past and he's letting those trigger him. Then I could see that kind of... Like, like he did. Well, that he might be where the girlfriend triggers. comes in. She's handpicking who the person yeah. is, right? Based I, on how she's dating him. I think as soon as like crap started to seem weird at like the party they were at, I think I would leave. I wouldn't even care about the girlfriend. I would get the heck out of there and then I'd call her later and be like, okay, yeah. So I think I could survive because I have just, we just have more common sense. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. You know what? Can I just say, I love Jordan Peele movies. Oh yeah. Nope no is coming out so soon. Like it's literally a, a few more months. Oh yeah. Get Out's a great movie on top of that. I mean, big fan of it. And great us. comic relief and plot development. It's it's a great movie. Jordan Peele is supreme. I would survive. Speaking of playing games. John Kramer, aka Jigsaw. Perfect. Do not think I would survive because There'd be some kind of unique punishment based on the decisions I've made in hooking my life. Your wiener t- <laughs> anyway, hooking. Yep, yeah, I'm a sensitive wiener person. Uh, based on how my actions in life will reflect. The thing is, you can't even like. Peyton, pre- you've always been a dick, so we're gonna. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, seriously though, you. Every single person you're running from. It's fight or flight, right? Mm-hmm. But with John Kramer, you just simply have no idea that he's even a person or you're somewhat aware because he's kind of famous at this point. And then you get bumped in the head, you wake up, you're in this trap, and then somehow through some crazy like theory, I guess, you're connected to John Kramer, right? I mean, you're the person who bumped into the person who then suddenly gave the wrong change to the person who you know got into the car and then all of a sudden drank too much and then slipped off the road and then he all of a sudden was like whoa that's crazy i'm gonna change my life and then he starts doing drugs all of a sudden and then he all of a sudden like you know gets super deep into that and then he shoots a person and that person bumps into john kramer's pregnant wife and kills his kid Right. That made me That's so That's all I'm sad. saying. I know, right? So all I'm saying is that through all that insanity that I just made up right off the top of my head. Um, the hard thing about... You've had to have pissed him off somehow. You're not just like a person. You're somehow connected to his story, it seems like, in most cases. So if I wake up in a saw, a jigsaw trap, I don't know. It's It's all what your mental state is capable of, but I would probably not survive because most of the people in the in the Saw movies, especially if you fall victim to the person who takes over for Saw, they just simply set them up for failure. They're not even trying to like teach people a lesson. They're just trying to kill them at this point. Could it be hung from your freaking nipples? I don't need my nipples. The thing about John Kramer, though, is he takes like what your weakness is or what he thinks your biggest downfall would be and uses that against you. And I think that's where it would be hard. I think it's easy right now to be like, oh, I could easily survive. I would easily do this. But then when you're in that situation, it's like, could you really do that? Like just looking at Jigsaw and I know Jigsaw or not Jigsaw, um, Spiral. I know that's a whole different movie. That's not John Kramer or anything. But the guy in the beginning, like having to rip his tongue out. Yeah. Kill me now. I could not do anything that requires me to rip my tongue or my tooth or something like that out. So I'd probably say kill me now. Maybe I deserve to die. If I'm in John Kramer's place, I deserve to die. Perfect. The facility 
Cabin in the Woods? I would say, oh, this is hard. It depends there, like on 50, the entity. It's like a 50-50. Yep, totally. The zombies in Cabin in the Woods that raid them, I would survive. Yeah. I truly feel like. Because some of them are stupid. The mermaid? Nope. <laughs> Merman. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The clown, the crazy. Oh, the clown, kill me now. Yeah, kill for me. real. There's some, yeah, that you could totally, like the, the unicorn. Ghost? Unicorn. Right. Um, It just depends on the entity, like you said, but I feel like there's some that you could survive. But then there's some, like, I don't, I honestly don't know. I I feel like it's a flight or flight, fight or flight situation where you would just go for it, you know? Yeah, depending on the situation, I would say, I would say yes, I could win because I just feel like I'm that dedicated. And you have, the thing is, is you have a group of you. It's not like you by yourself, you know? Yeah. Like we're on Saw, you'd be by yourself. Mm-hmm. So at least like this, you'd have, you'd be able to like brainstorm. Exactly. Okay, what about Carrie? You know... I'm not going to mention names, but there was a kid in my high school that would actually make comments like, I'm going to come to school and I'm going to murder everyone. And I'm not saying that Carrie was that kind of person. She kind of had like a supernatural like thing to her, she right? Built up to that point where she just went crazy. Yeah. But I was never the bully in school. In fact, I advocated for bullied kids and I was just kind of an an independent neutral kid, honestly. So, um, I would survive it because if I saw Carrie in the way that she was, I'm not saying this to like sound cool or like the bigger person. I just simply like don't understand why crap happens and the extent that people went to to make Carrie suffer would never happen in 2022 anyway, right? I mean, so I'm in the wrong generation for it. Maybe if I was born in the 80s, I don't know. Maybe I'd be influenced by the wrong things like punk rock meets, you know, jock jock straps <laughs> yeah i don't know um but the person who i am as is today with carrie she'd be the person to be like everybody in this freaking gym dies except for peyton because <laughs> you were a nice guy i feel like i could survive carrie because i am not a bully i am that type i get like emotional for people who are bullied i was bullied so i have like a soft spot in my heart where i'm like no, I want to accept everybody. Like, I literally, even if anybody around me talks negatively about somebody, I don't like that. Like, it pisses me off. I'm like, I don't I don't feel comfortable with that. So I feel like I would survive. I'd be like best friends with Carrie. Perfect. Um, The thing. What do you think about no, the thing? I think, oh, uh, I don't think I would survive the thing. Uh, I don't think I'd survive the thing because they're kind of isolated out in the middle of nowhere and you just never know who. Antarctica. Yeah, you don't know who is infected by the thing. I mean, there's people that you thought you could trust and all of a sudden, nope, you cannot trust them. So I feel like I don't think, I don't know. I'm too trusting of people and I feel like I wouldn't be able to unless I completely isolated. But even if you completely isolated, you'd have to wait for help to get to you before you'd really be saved. And how long is that going to take? Well, this is a 50-50 for me. If you're the first person... You're obviously dead because you have no idea what's going on and the thing can take the shape. It's a shapeshifter, right? Mm -hmm. It can take the shape of something that you trust and then kill you. So if you're the first victim, you're dead. There's no way about it. But if I'm the second person and I have an inkling of what's going on, I probably would not put myself with other people. And I feel like I'm a very um, persuasive person 
talker. You know, I'm not saying like, I don't know. It's, it's hard because people who've listened to the last few podcasts probably think like, I don't know what the heck you're talking about, but I honestly, I'm a salesman. I'm in sales in my actual career and I can fake it till I make it every single day. And I honestly think I could talk other people into trusting me. Thus, the person who forces themselves upon me would probably be the thing. So I don't know. It, uh, that's how I see it as is knowing the entire plot of the movie. But, um, you know, touche. Touche. What about Esther from Orphan? Which, okay, can I side note? Why the freak have we not got a trailer for Orphan First Kill? I tell Peyton this all the time. Anytime Orphan comes up, I'm like, why? It has been years since they've talked about Orphan First Kill. They've already, It's already done. The movie is done. Why do we not have a trailer? Anyway, Esther. You know, the way that I see, I don't remember the orphan very much. I slightly remember it. She's an orphan? Yes. And she's evil. Yeah. And the mom who takes over. Oh, you know who the mom is? Huh? She's freaking Lorraine Warren from the Conjuring series. Oh, no way. Bum, bum, oh, bum. Jane. That's crazy. That's crazy. Anyway. Um, I know she gets a little bit more like sinister. It's like a slow burn type movie. And then she's like absolutely crazy. The thing is, guys, I am a Christian, but I also think that I'm stronger than, you know, life around me or the entities around me. So I just don't think that some person who's possessed by some demonic power has power over me. And I just think that I don't overthink that. I can't think like, oh, no, that's scary. I'd she's be... not. She's not possessed, though. What is she? She's literally, spoiler alert, I mean, this movie's been out forever. She is an imposter. She's basically a child that's not a child, that's a grown adult posing as a child, trying to seduce the husbands to kill off the wives. Oh, so she has no actual power. No, she's just a person, a lady oh. who has a disorder that makes yeah. her look like a child. You, Kenzie, you've seen how I handle children. Do you know how she- Don't dis- handle it She well. seduced the husband like it was nothing. He's like, oh- Falling victim. No. No. Yes. I'm. Anybody comes from my husband. Oh. You you just don't. uh, I don't know. It's hard. Understand this, viewers. I'm not saying that I'm like God or immune to like stupidity. I'm just saying that I'm very. (laughs) I'm immune to this. Uh, Like, you know what? I would. I would shut that shiz down. And uh, she has no power over me. Esther, out of, as soon as she came on to my husband, I would be flicking the crap out. Of, that girl would be flying. Well, in my in, in the industry that I work in sales, so I'm about to turn thirty, right? And every You're so old, and every I'm just she, kidding. She's older than me. The average person that works for my company is literally not even twenty. And I'm always, as long as I stay within this company, I'm going to get a little bit older and they're going to stay the same age. And I'm not saying or quoting Dazed and Confused. I'm not Matthew McConaughey. I'm just saying that like I'm well aware of my situation and I just have too much pride for that. It's weird. Like I'm not about it. I'm happy where I'm at. And I just, I don't know. You know, I just, nobody has power over me and I have too much pride to accept the possibility that somebody is. AKA. Called he, agency bros. AKA. He loves me. Okay, what about Griffin from The Invisible Man? He is The Invisible Man. Yeah, uh, kill me now. Yeah, because you just, you that scene where they're in the hospital and those security guards are just being mutilated like they're nothing. 
Well, not only that, but coolest scene ever. But how he manipulates her to think that she is crazy or that people around her think she's crazy. Yeah, kill me now. That's insane. That is a yeah, a manipulative movie. Not only does he manipulate her, but he manipulates the audience because even at the end of the movie, you hate him the entire way. He's charming. He's like Negan. But the end of the movie, you're like, oh, maybe he has changed. Maybe he is a good guy. She should be with him, you know, even though he's not a good guy. It's just like that manipulation. They did that so well in that movie where you feel like, oh, he is a good guy. Nope. I probably would fall for it because I'm a very trusting person. So kill me now. I'm not going to say that the double standard is real, but it is. (laughs) So, you know, she is a woman who is victim of some sort of masculinity, right? And I hate to admit it, it sounds weird. It's wrong. It's this is this is a wrong topic to talk about. It's not okay. I'm just saying that if I were, you know, the same person that I am, a six foot one or two, 260 pound male, I'm not fat, but I'm not thin. I'm very muscular. I've got a lot of fat on me. If you're telling me that some petite, I don't know, Victoria's Secret model is going to be the invisible woman and try to like put me in the position that I am in, the plot might change just a little bit. I'm going to leave it at that, but it depends on who you are as the victim. If it's the same person, if it was another man and that man was in love with me, well, damn. (laughs) Kill me now. (laughs) Kill me now. (laughs) I know, right? I'm like, this is getting weird. Um... I don't really know. That, like, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's Next not, question. it's not, a, no, I'm just saying it's not a victimless situation. I'm just saying that like, you know, women versus man and like the power that men have as far as like physical strength makes you in, uh, you know, a certain victim. It's in like that situation. me coming on. It's like me being an abusive person. But then I'm manipulating you by being like, oh, I love you. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, like, for example, Michael Myers is the same person, whether you're male or female, right? You're going to die. He doesn't change. I'm just saying that, like, you know, you've got a very strong, independent woman who is trying to figure out, you know, it's almost like, are you are you? capable of fighting back physically or are you capable of fighting back mentally and that that's where you break it it's not a gender specific thing but if it is a gender specific thing i'm gonna kick the shit out of the invisible man so that's what it comes down to anyway let's go back to uh oh there is a name i want to say it's bruno or brew bruce is it bruce yeah i oh i could be wrong Anyway, we're talking about the shark from Jaws. I would say I could survive it because I do not go in the ocean. I am terrified of like sharks and what are those jellyfish, like stuff like that. You know what? I'm more of a lake person. Me and and you are both more of a lake person. (laughs) Jellyfish and sharks completely. Jellyfish will sting you and you have to pee on yourself. One actually will make the decision to kill you and one just happens to be touching you. Yeah. And first off, you should be way more scared of jellyfish than you are sharks. Uh, To confirm this, it is Bruce the shark, not in... You know, and that, that's from Finding Nemo. No, it's not Finding Nemo. Finding it's, Nemo, his name is Bruce, though. You sound so smart right now. Bruce on Finding Nemo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Finding Nemo. 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 Yeah. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. There's no other like cartoon sea movie out there. It can't be the one with Will Smith where oh, he's a fish. Shark oh, Tale. yeah, but I'm talking Finding Nemo. So, 
no. Anyway, do you think you could survive the shark? Absolutely. It's called stay on land. <laughs> it's called we like to go to the lake. But but with absolute respect to- We're uh, going to die from a freaking channel cat before we die from a shark. With absolute respect to anything made by Peter Benchley and, uh, and uh, Steven Spielberg who filmed Jaws, it is absolutely insane- how much people fear the ocean thanks to this. I mean, Shark Week now tries to cater to making people appreciate the ocean and the aquatic species of the world versus fearing them. So, Which makes me laugh that that person on TikTok that. was like, Jaws is not a horror movie. It's like, how is Jaws not a horror movie? Oh, absolutely it literally makes it is. people terrified of the ocean. Yeah, I mean, uh, the thing is you can't be born in you know, 2015 and be scared of a movie from 19, you know, 70 or 80 something or even 90 something. It's, it, it doesn't age well. You have to appreciate it for what it is. You have to respect the plastic or classics. And, you know, the creature from the Black Lagoon did not age well, but when was it remade? I am probably never. never. Exactly. Adding to list. Anyway, moving on to the entity from it. Follows. I would say kill me now because the entity almost manifests. It's kind of like Pennywise where it just manifests into whatever it wants to be. And so it's like it could be it can manifest as your dad. You're going to trust your dad and then it could just mutilate you. So I'm going to say I would not survive. This is a 50-50. Um, I'm not the kind of person that wants to travel the world and make the most of my life like that and like discover. So if I'm going to stay the same person that I am, yes, kill me now. Because you, this this entity, f I mean, literally, it follows you until it kills you, right? I mean, this you can see this ghost. It's following you. It gets closer and closer to you. But you could walk like 100 feet and then it still has to follow you, right? So it's within the boundary of walking to you so if i changed my life and it was feasible and i could become some crazy traveler i would probably survive i mean really like it follows you from utah to france what is it gonna do swim across the ocean i mean it doesn't just like how does it get a limited to speed i know it's so limited to speed that like and it doesn't talk yeah if i were to walk like up to like main street which is a half a mile from here it would literally take as long as it would take to walk up to Main Street. So if I were to travel a different country away, add water to the mix of getting to that country. So I'd have to change my lifestyle and have to be like an acceptable form of my life in order to survive it. You have to be constantly on the move. Be a traveler. Live off, yep. live off the grid. I mean, if you went to Alaska and you're like, oh, hey, living in the middle of nowhere. Hey, what are you doing out here, sir? Clearly... It follows. But the thing that I'd would, survive it. The thing that would make me say kill me now is because I don't think I could live my life constantly wondering where it's at. Like it's gonna it's gonna pop up eventually if I don't keep moving. Sure. So I think just the fear of like not knowing or not knowing what is it. Like I just I, that I couldn't handle that. Okay, moving on to Annabelle. I'm just gonna say this. Do you remember in is it the boy? Yeah, the boy, Brahms, a porcelain doll. Do you remember when they finally break him at the end and then the climax happens? Yeah. That's exactly what I would do to Annabelle. I hate to sound like such a violent person, but I feel like violence is the answer with possessed Annabelle dolls. Annabelle is like porcelain like Brahms was? Doesn't. Or do you think she's like doesn't plastic? Doesn't matter. Oh, bring it on, Satan. I'm so Fire. strong when it comes to just beating the shiz out of freaking dolls. 
Like, come on, people. Let's do it. Burn. Yeah, I, I think I could survive Annabelle. I would burn that doll, get the hell out of there. I wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, there's some kind of creepy thing <laughs> behind that doll. I'd be like either burning it or I'd be punching it or I'd be ripping it in half. I mean, come on. Like... I don't know. I don't want to say like, I, I sound so douchey. Like it feels douchey to be like, I'm stronger than the power of Satan in the underworld. Not necessarily saying that I am. I'm just saying that within the bounds of an object, you could possess my coffee mug right now and I would break the shiz out of that. So possess it all. Same thing. I would say that, yeah, Annabelle is probably harder to survive than like Chucky where Chucky has to travel. Like Annabelle is more supernatural, but can she possess other forms well, or other things or does she have to stay in that doll? So if that doll is not traveling across the world, is she stuck? Well, this this kind of brings me into the next one on our list a little bit. So I would say I would survive Annabelle. Would you? I would say yeah. Okay. So let's go to the Babadook. Something, Mr. Babadook. Something that is equally as haunting, but doesn't possess an object. It's just the entity itself. It's like almost like it's following you because you've read the story. Yeah. And you know what? Let's see. Babadook even... is like more like, and it leans more on the mental illness side. Well, let's, let's change it to, uh, let's, uh, come play the, what's his name? Oh, Larry. Larry. So we're going to change Babadook it. to let's Larry. Let's change Babadook to Larry. Larry, I could not survive because technology is so relevant and like he thrives with technology. Yeah, so but he's always if you could go off the grid, you're good. You're golden or but, you got to give yourself. Yeah. Well, OK. As far as discovering Larry. But once you discover him the story. Yeah. But once you discover him, technology is not relevant. I'm just saying that he's only bound within the discovery. You can take Annabelle and destroy her and that's probably it. But you can take your tablet and destroy it. And Larry's here to stay. Yeah, no, but Larry can only come around technology. So if you destroyed your tablet, he can't come around. You'd have to live in a technology-less world. And how hard is that in 2022? Interesting. Computers, I didn't really think about it like that. You got you computers, you got phones. You, you'd have to go back to like a flip phone. You'd have to go to like... Not even that. He'd probably find a way. Oh, yeah. Uh, technology is technology, right? Even I mean, with the it's... lights, though. He could mess with the lights and turning those on. You'd almost just have to go completely off the grid, like go live in the mountains, have a campfire. I'd say with the Babadook, despite mental illness or Larry, I would probably not survive. survive. I'm just, I'm making the point that you are an entity based off of, you know, no mass or physical form versus Annabelle, who was an actual doll. I would survive the Babadook because I'm very superstitious about stuff like that. So I just would not read the story. I'd come across a creepy story and I'd be like, nope, we're not le reading this. Yeah, but nobody actually knew that Larry was a person. You don't be like, oh, this is yeah, the story. Yeah, but I'm talking Babadook. I'm, yeah. Babadook. Or even Larry, because Larry's a story yeah, too. Yeah, but you, you, you sing read. the song like Ring Around the Rosies. It's about and it's disease. Freaky. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But you did it before you realized. Okay, yeah, but when I was a as child. As a kid. Oh, as a child. Oh, as a child. You read a book once? That, you once read a book about something creepy? A human That's adult weird. that watches scary she movies. She wouldn't survive. I know better. Okay, what about Candyman? I would survive Candyman because I do not say his name five times. I do not look in a mirror. I'm very superstitious, so I would survive. All these people are like, let's try the legend. Let's see if we can survive. Nope. Bloody Mary. Yeah, exactly. Bloody Mary. No, shut up. There is a mirror behind Bloody me, you asshole. Oh, great. We're all going to die. Shut up. Well, I only said on the third one. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, sorry, hold on. Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls. Who the heck is Biggie Smalls? <laughs> if you watch South Park, you know what okay. I'm talking about. Yeah. 
but I, I was survived I would survive Candyman because I don't I I like don't mess with stuff like that. I don't mess with Bloody Mary. I don't mess with Candyman. I don't mess with Ouija boards. I don't mess with mirrors. So I we would also stay don't away live in the that. shitty part of Chicago. Yeah, so. <laughs> but I would. But even the people not in that side of Chicago, they're like, let's try the legend. It's like, no, let's not try the legend. I would not even. So I would survive Candyman. I would definitely survive Candyman. What about Pazuzu? Ooh, Pazuzu. from The Exorcist. Um, you know, I would think that I would probably not, and I'm going to take it based off Kill of- Kill me now! Yeah, exactly. I mean, you have to relate it to you and your lifestyle and us, right? If I am the person in the movie, I would survive. Too selfish for it. Mm-hmm. But if I'm the person in my life- and it's my children, certainly I would sacrifice myself. I'd be the person that says, take me, and I would jump out the window and commit suicide. So, um, I don't do depends on the element. I don't do devil stuff. So, like, kill me now. I yeah. don't want to bring that into our house. I don't want to bring that into our family. Yeah, but in The Exorcist, it's somebody who wasn't the initial person, right? Yeah. The but anta- I'm just saying, it's like, like, the antagonist was possessed and the protagonists were the uh the exorcists themselves yeah i i'd say no you can't you can't beat the devil i'm sorry but you can't you can you can't how can you easily doing it every day Mm -hmm. what about dr heiter hater Heiter, the human centipede doctor. I don't remember. Have you seen human centipede? I have, but I do not remember Ooh, how this that, movie like. I watched came that movie me. when I was a teenager, and you would have thought I was a teenager watching a porno or something because I felt so guilty after watching it. I'm like, I feel dirty. I feel gross. I feel. Uh. Let's just say that I'm stupid enough to put myself in that situation. Uh, I don't need my mouth that bad. I would rip that shiz off of somebody else's arse, and I would just run. No, I would fight back and kick the crap out of him. He's some weird German dude. So. Yeah, he's buying. He doesn't have like other people with him trying to help him. Yeah, I would survive this. Human Centipede One, I could survive. Human Centipede Two, kill me now. That guy is messed up, and I feel like you're more isolated. Like I feel like the location is more isolated. Yeah, that guy is so creepy. Put yourself to the pain and kick the crap out of the person. Yeah. Could easily survive all of them. What about the Firefly family from House of a Thousand Corpses? I don't remember this movie. With Captain Spaulding and Baby and all of them. You don't remember them? Were they, I, I kind of It's like the do. family that, or like the people that go to that um, gas station. And then that, you know, they go to that place. Oh, okay. I don't think I could survive the Firefly family, but I would want to be homeboys with Spalding. You know, maybe I, no, I could. I'd be like, Spalding, I want to join you. I like chicken legs. <laughs> I feel like I could survive them. You just got to be as quirky and weird as them. Yeah. Hillbillies. I, this is probably the first answer. I don't know. I really don't okay, know. Okay, Peyton could not survive. <laughs> Moving right. on. Mary Shaw from Dead Silence. Beware the stare of Mary Shaw. She had no children, only dolls. If I was aware that I can't scream, I would definitely survive. It, I, I would be like Aang off of Avatar when he meets the face stealer. I would totally be that. But if I didn't know, sure, I'd scream. You just have to be aware and you have to be in a survival state. So I would survive. And if you see her in your dreams, make sure you never scream. Aww. I could not survive. Okay, I could because I would just try not to scream. Nah, that's hard. That poem, that poem scares the crap out of me. Like when we watched, I watched Dead Silence before I met you. Back when I 
I was a wimp. And that poem stuck with me for so long. Like it would just pop into my head randomly and I could not sleep. So I feel like superstitious me wouldn't be able to survive. But like maybe me thinking logically I could. I don't know. It it just depends. It depends on the day. Yeah. If it's daytime, yes. If it's nighttime, no. (laughs) Okay. Well, I've seen stranger things than that. Let's talk about the strangers. The strangers. I feel like I could survive the strangers. No doubt. In fact, I was playing on Xbox the other day and this person was like, do you want to know why when I talk to people, my back is against the corner? Because the military trained me for that. And that's about where I'm at. I'm always aware of my surroundings. And honestly, it's a freaking cabin. Yeah, I know there's multiple entrances, but it kind of blows my mind that he is just that oblivious. Why do they never just like take off running as far as they can? It's like they run a certain distance and they stop and try to find help. I would just keep running until I found safety. I wouldn't even stop. Just like fight or flight, adrenaline, just run. Get out of there. Well, and also two of the strangers are like kids. So, I mean, I would open up the door and if they were in the mask, they'd be like, is Annabelle there? What do, what do they say? I'd be like, like yeah, get off my porch before I sock you. And then the first thing I would do is turn around <laughs> and see if somebody in another mask is there. And I would turn around and that person in front Samra. of me would be like holding a knife in their hand. They'd be like, ah, and I would be like grabbing them by the wrist. And I'd be like, you've been denied, biatch. And then I'd turn their, their arm around and then just murder them. It's hard. You have to assume that like you are experiencing the situation from like a totally un- it's like, like easy expected. To think of. Exactly. You know, I just, you know, just don't think that I'm capable of dying from strangers, but it happens every single day to so many people. Just don't be trusting. Add guns. People. Yeah, I'm dead. Kill me now. But add knives. Don't bring a knife to a gunfight, people. I carry every day. What about Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Absolutely not. I guess you could not survive Beetlejuice. No, I mean, absolutely. Like, he has no power over me. Oh, I could survive Beetlejuice easy. I'd be like, oh, you're in this little I town. I would never say his oh, name. I'd right, flick him across <laughs> the map. You know what, though? Flick him, I'd burn it. As a kid, I would, like, dream. Like, day, like at night, I would go to bed, and I'm like, I wish I had a little town like Beetlejuice where I could see everybody and see what they're doing and blah, 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 blah. But, like, yeah, I'd flick that little beetle. Yeah, flick that bean. Beetle, Beetle guys sorry. across the freaking map. Like, nope, bye. Why don't, you just, why don't they just pick him up and smush him? I would just pour gasoline on it and burn it. <laughs> burn it to the ground. And the last, but the absolute not least, is another horror icon. Go for it, Kens. Love him. Sam. Trick or treat. Totally. Cutie patootie oh, Sam. Oh, right. I... I have an absolute weakness for kids, especially in like horror movies when they die and stuff. So I would never suspect that this kid is like an evil kid. So if I broke the rules of Halloween and this person had to kill me, kill me now, because I would probably never see it coming anyway. I would survive because like Halloween, October is my month. Halloween's my month. I dress up every Halloween. I do all the rules. I follow them. I would definitely survive because like why why even break the rules of halloween i break them every single year but do you remember that scene oh you've never seen this kenzie's never seen deadpool by the way deadpool 2 um he goes back in time and he tries to kill adolf hitler but adolf hitler is an infant and he's like i didn't expect for this to be so hard i can't do this and uh that's kind of what it is by the time that sam is like trying to murder me i would just like not even expect it to be like some kind of demonic thing so i love sam he is my top three horror icon it's pennywise sam and captain spaulding so definitely would survive sam love him but yeah just follow the rules of halloween guys don't be stupid that's really all it comes down to 
So with that being said, that was 31 horror icons of us rating. And that was actually really fun. I think we should do more like ranking lists, which we are. We're going to do Saw and Final Destination Deaths. And that will be coming up. But in the meantime, go ahead over to my Instagram and we'll have a post and go let us know who your favorite horror icons are. Anything you want to say? Uh, No, but I think we should probably start to cue that outro music. (laughs) (laughs) Cue outro music. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I'll be posting new episodes every Tuesday, so be prepared for more creepy content. Thanks again for listening and stay spooky, friends.